Hi guys, happy Friday to everyone. Welcome to our second edition of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) Yes, thank you guys for listening. So before we get started today, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about our name of the podcast Common Ground and how we came up with that name. Um, As we're thinking about this, you know, I know that we're in the curriculum department. We don't have students in front of us that we're responsible for every single day. And we're not on your campuses every day. But we are in this all together. We have share the similar goals. We share your struggles with you. And we celebrate your successes. And we just want to make sure that we all have this common vision and common understanding of where we're going and what we want to see for learning for our students. And that's really the, the key is that as on a campus you talk about all students are your students. We look at all students in the district are our students and we want to help you be able to provide the best instruction and learning experience for them. All right, so let's talk about some celebrations from the week. Um, this week was Celebrate Freedom Week and Constitution Day, so we have some shout-outs for those of you who uh, we were lucky enough to see in action. First, um, thank you to um, Lawler 6th grade. I was invited and to go over and watch um, a Constitution breakout, which and I saw a student who was so excited about getting to talk about the Constitution, more excited than I've ever seen anybody to talk about the Constitution. Maybe our founding fathers were that excited, but this, this young man squealed almost out of excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also was able to be a pioneer in their eighth grade, and they were ranking the Bill of Rights and putting them in order of how they felt they were the most important. And I thought that was such a real-world experience for them because our rights are so important to all Americans, um, and they were able to have some deep conversations about them. I was visiting Scoggins earlier this week, and um, Scoggins principal, um, Barb Warner, mentioned um, what a great job um, their sixth grade team had done with addressing Constitution Week and really cool activities, so a shout out to Scoggins sixth grade also. Centennial did some cool things during lunch, and um, candy in the Constitution, which they had me at candy and then kept me at the Constitution, I guess, but really cool activity happening at um, Centennial High School. And then Fowler did um, some activities with Constitution Day with some librarians, library station activities that were also pretty cool. Awesome. And in other news, we also got to see some um, great things happening in plannings and in classrooms this week that were not related to Celebrate Freedom Week. I was got to be at Lone Star World History team planning for a little bit, and they were so engaged and coming up with a new assessment for them where they were connecting the Roman government with current politics and kind of letting the students explore what their election process might have been in the Roman Republic and compare it to our election process here in America. So I had a chance to visit um, Independence High School on the AP Human Team and they were calibrating their um, first writing, which was really nice to see, especially with new members on the team, but with the new um, curriculum expectations. And just in general, it was so important for them to be on the same plane, think of the, the writing in the same way before they really were grading it and giving kids feedback. And at Wakeland, some of the teachers are kind of taking a risk and using Canvas discussion boards. And it didn't go perfectly, probably with like that first period, but they're learning and the kids are learning and what a great way to get them into an online discussion board. 
And then at Griffin, I saw that they were doing thesis statements in seventh grade using whiteboards and kind of doing this collaboratively. And so they could make a thesis statement and then erase it, erase part of it, and then uh, fix it and make it even better. So I thought that was a great use of resources and is a low risk strategy for improving thesis writing. And I think it's also really neat to think about that, like with Wakeland and Canvas, sometimes things don't work out the way we expect them to. And that's part of the process is we have to try and we can just be open with our students that as we try new things, just like we want them to be able to show grid and be able to respond to things not going the right way, we have to do the same thing. So we, we have to try new things and sometimes they don't always work out. So true. So today, you can maybe tell by the theme music if you weren't already singing Ice Ice Baby. Um, today, our title of our podcast is Stop, Collaborate, and Listen. Not under pressure. <laughs> so we wanted to just break that down for you guys and talk about it in terms of collaborative teams. So the first thing is stop. Um, you know, our pace is so fast. Uh, the kids are showing up every day, and we have to be prepared for them. And sometimes it's just like getting ready for the next period, and that's all we can focus on. But sometimes we just really need to stop when we're with our team, and we need to reflect on what we're doing. Maybe there's some things that we're doing that we really just should let go. Maybe there's some things we just need to refine. And we need to just like ask ourselves, why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we assigning this reading? Why are we doing this lesson? Uh, why are we grading this? Like, there's just some things that we've always done that, that's, if we really think about it and really think about the why, uh, it's okay to let it go. There's a quote um, from my favorite band, Sister Hazel. And, well, actually, it's one of their songs, but I just love it. Um, but sometimes the process of changing is as easy as just changing your mind. And it's talking about, like, change your mindset. If you're tired of things going the way that they've been going, then just change the way you think about it. Change the way your process is. And that takes you to stop and think about your processes and think about why you're doing what it's you're really, doing. It's really, it is the reflection process because you might stop and you might want to keep doing something. But it's important to really think. I like what you were saying about the why. That are we doing this because we always have done it? Are we doing this because we have evidence that shows that it's been successful beyond just anecdotal evidence, but evidence that shows how it's impacting student learning? Awesome. Okay. So the next point is collaborate. We were lucky on this week. We had a chance to um, attend a training by the Association of um, Supervision and Curriculum Development, ASCD. And we read an article talking about the difference between collaboration and um, cooperation. And so we talk about collaboration a lot. We need to be in collaborative planning. We need to be a collaborative group. And it was important to kind of define those differences that in cooperating, we're just saying we're going to work together and that we kind of take the little bits of the job and you make copies, I'll make the test. But in collaboration, we actually come to a consensus. We have common understanding, common elements. And we and planning is both. It's You have to have collaboration and cooperation. But if you're not sure what the common understanding is, you can't move to cooperation. One example we've seen is um, something as simple as understanding what work has to be done collaboratively and what has to be done cooperatively. Sometimes you can work outside of school, let's say looking at a test bank, bring those questions back in and then collaboratively decide which test questions would be the ones that you would use. That might be a better use of time and we know that time is definitely something that we're always looking for. So it's really just going back and thinking about 
how do we get to that collaboration? And it's so important to have, like I said, that common understanding. And sometimes we say, well, teams get along. And we want teams to get along, but just getting along isn't a sign of a high-performing team. Sometimes we have to challenge each other. The why we just talked about, why are we doing things? That challenge can be difficult, but it's challenging within respect and it's understanding that sometimes we have to disagree to be able to come up with what's best for our students. Yeah, and I would just add that when we're collaborating, we're building capacity in each other. And when we're cooperating, we're getting the job done. So sometimes, like, you have to cooperate. You have to, if you're told your teammate you're going to make the copies for the next day, like, you need to do that. That's You're cooperating with your team. Um, but if we need to talk about a strategy or try something new and we're collaborating around what's the best practice to get the job done, that's building the capacity in others. And so we need to do both. Sometimes what I see happen, because the day-to-day is coming, is we do a lot of cooperation and we get stuck in this cooperation and we don't have the time for the collaboration. And so it's really important to just be a little bit reflective in how much time are you planning or using in your team planning time, cooperating, and how much time are y'all actually collaborating. Some great advice we heard in the training was something as simple as in your agenda, focusing on what does need to be cooperative, what needs to be collaborative, and just planning ahead so that you already know that we're, we're making decisions that we have to come to an agreement about. Or if it's cooperation, we're just, we can divide up some of these tasks. But being clear on that so that you use your time effectively. Yeah. And all of this is to say, like, if we can get this collaboration, cooperation thing down, where we're all working towards the same goal, we are going to close that achievement cap for the students. And we are going to improve our practices. And that's really why collaboration is so important. It's about providing our students with equitable um, learning experiences, but also just that growth. We want to, we want students, as a teacher, you always want your students to be better off for being in your class, and that's really the goal through collaboration. And then the last piece of this, of course, is the listening. So we wanted to talk about why is listening and being open to your teammates so important? You think about just something as simple as just a relationship in general, that listening is showing value and validating other people. And so sometimes even the way you're body languages can show people that you're not interested and when we're doing the hard work that is very time sensitive when we're dealing with students it's so important to be open and really show the partners you're planning with how that you want to listen and that they're important to you yeah everybody that comes and is a member of your team comes to you with experiences and talents and ideas to share and it's important to make that space safe for them to share those ideas and then listen and value the ideas. You don't, it's not saying that you have to agree or that you have to do exactly what this, this other partner is saying, but it's listening to each other and doing what's best for the student. Figure out who has a better idea or can we make the idea better even together? And then let's just try it. And sometimes it's listening to an issue or a problem. Maybe someone is having trouble with a student in their class. And instead of dismissing it, let's like work together, really listen to what the root of the problem is, and then look for solutions and talk that through. And so many times just listening to someone helps them talk through a problem. And so it's, it's important to just have that relationship that when we look at, as we talked about with collaborate groups, it's so important that we trust each other so that we can get the work done that we want to accomplish. 
All right, so that is our talk for this week. Um, Coming up on Friday, September 27th, that is the American Indian Heritage Day. So that's from House Bill 174, and it recognizes the historic, cultural, and social contributions American Indian communities and leaders have made to the state. So plan something great for that day for our students, and that's your challenge this week. Tweet out what's happening in your class for American Indian Heritage Day, and we'll put your name into a drawing and tag us in it, please, so that we can recognize you. All right, you guys. (laughs) Have a fantastic weekend. Have a great weekend.